Stephen Browning and Mark Davis are two Hot Springs natives that have had successful pro angling careers, and the two are set to compete in Major League Fishing's Redcrest 2022 with a prize of $300,000 on the line this week. I'm sports reporter Christian Collins, and I spoke to Browning and Davis about how they got their start in bass fishing, the challenges of competing in the sport, and how their seasons have gone so far. This is Garland County Locker Room, brought to you by the Sentinel Records Sports Department. Steven, you know, I just want to go back in time a little bit. Um, just how long have you been fishing for? This is uh, professionally 27 years. This, uh, and, and actually have, I mean, I'm 55, so I've been, been competitively fishing for 42. Even when you were younger, just what kind of really got you into fishing in the first place? Uh, well, uh, I grew up in a, a family that had a, that, that competed a lot. I mean, we, we played basketball. I had two older brothers, and, uh, we, you know, we played basketball and football and baseball and did all the all that, you know, growing up sports. But, you know, fishing became a, a passion of mine when I was probably 10 or 11 years old, and I just, uh, you know, instead of doing the traditional summers of, of uh you know, playing baseball and, and that, I just, you know, I just, I just chose to fish. And, uh, so that's, that's kind of what led me to, to where I am now. Yeah, you know, was there a certain moment when you were younger when you thought, hey, you know, this may be something I'm really good at and something I really, I really want to pursue, you know, at a competitive level? Yeah, you know, in, uh, in 1984, uh, the Bassmasters Classic came to Pine Bluff, Arkansas, which was my hometown. And uh, I've got to watch that firsthand. And after I, I kind of, you know, watched that, the indoor weigh-ins and all the big hoopla and all, I just, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of when I, I was 17 at the and uh, that's kind of when I set my goals out to, uh, you know, to become one of the one of the guys that that they pulled into coliseums to weigh in, or, or you know, you know, that people you know wanted to be. And uh, so that's that's uh, kind of when it all started. You know, what was the journey like for you transitioning, to, you know, into more of a competitor, you know, angler, and really trying to make it big in the sport? You know, I think uh, I think the big the big deal was is is you know when I graduated college, started fishing a lot of uh, tournaments with my brother, my oldest brother, team tournaments, and uh, after a few years of that and having some success, and he wasn't uh, my older brother wasn't as competitive as far as a fishing as I was, and uh, you know so I started fishing some some kind of pro-am style tournaments uh, throughout Arkansas and kind of regionally just to see if I could, you know, compete on different bodies of water outside of, of Arkansas. And, uh, you know, having success there, it just kind of gave me the, I guess, the confidence to, uh, you know, even pursue it at a higher level. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's worked out. I can't complain. <laughs> Yeah, you know, was there like a, a first tournament or something that you won that you that really, you know, kind of catapulted your career in any way? You know, uh, I started uh, fishing professionally in, in 1995, and um, I, in 1998, I won uh, in, in Alabama, and 
uh, it, that that particular event uh, was kind of the one that, that I felt like you know hey I can I can definitely do this. Um, my first professional tournament was actually on the Arkansas River in uh, in Pine Bluff in 1995, and uh, you know it was a it was a tournament where I felt like if you're ever going to get into professional fishing and compete against the best that there is in the country and really worldwide, that that particular event being kind of in my backyard would be a great place to start. And uh, I I finished 25th out of uh, 380 uh, anglers. And, uh, you know, that, that probably was the moment that I felt like I could compete at, at the highest level and uh, you know in, in 98 I, I won an event so it uh, you know and, and qualified for several Bassmaster Classics back in the back in the late 90s and early 2000s and that it just kind of you know it, it sports sports and competing and, and all is, is a confidence deal and uh, you know those particular events really gave me the confidence that uh, you know that I could compete at the highest level yeah and w- when you first answered that question you cut out a little bit did you say you want you competed in something in alabama uh the name of that one got um cut out yes i uh, i won the, the it was called the kmart top 150 it was a, a, a bass event and uh in 1998 that was probably my first really you know nationwide of uh, uh, victory so to speak but uh the 95 event in pine bluff was my first professional event and uh, i finished 25th in that particular event as someone who's not real familiar with the sport and, you know, the different tours and stuff, I, I know you're on the Bass Pro Tour and with Major League Fishing, you know, when when did you get into that? Did, is that when you started in 95 or is that something that's more recent? You no, know, it's just you're more recent. Uh, this this particular tournament trail started um, in, in uh, 2019 was our first inaug- kind of our inaugural season. And uh, it's... Uh, you know, comprised of a lot of guys that, that were competing on the Bassmaster Tournament Trail and the old FLW Tournament Trail kind of came together and, and joined together and, and formed this 80-man league. And uh, so Major League Fishing has has been around. Uh, they used to do uh, made-for-television what they call cup events and um you know it but um they started in in 19 i mean in, in 2019 and you know started this the bass pro tour yeah you know looking at the overall picture just what are some of the biggest challenges of being an angler on, on this level and in major, major league fishing well, you know, I think uh, probably the biggest thing is, is you're away from home uh, a lot. The big challenges are that you, you you spend a lot of time on the road. You spend a lot of time away from your family and friends. And, uh, you know, it's it, although we do have a lot of, uh, you know, family and friends, you know, per se, out here, brotherhood, so to speak, out here on the, on the trail, uh, you miss out a lot back home. And, uh, you know, our kids, when they, they were growing up and uh, you had had the tournament to go to and they had something you know going on at school and you miss, you miss a lot but uh you know i think the biggest challenge is one of the biggest challenges is is just finding that support system from back home when you are gone and uh i've got a great support system you know from my wife and and uh also my son and you know that helps me helps me concentrate on, on fishing you know 
while I'm on the road and I don't have to worry about, you know, what's going on back home. Yeah, and that led perfectly into one of my questions. You know, what is support like from here in Hot Springs and really just, you know, I know you said you're from Pine Bluff, you know, just central Arkansas as a whole. Right. Well, I, I, actually, I've lived in Hot Springs since uh, since 95. So uh, I, I kind of call Hot Springs homes. But, uh, you know, every every you can't stop in, a, in, in Walmart, Kroger, uh, go to the tackle stores, wherever you're at. And uh, without somebody, you know, keeping up with you, telling me, you know, that there's been, you know, good good job last event or, or you know, good luck in the, in the upcoming event that you're fishing. So, you know, Hot Springs is a, a very traditional, rich uh, fishing community, uh, you know, with all the lake we have around there. It's funny because uh, when I chose to move to Hot Springs, uh, it was because most of the professional anglers were in, from that area. And uh, I just thought that you had to live in Hot Springs to, to be able to, you know, be called a professional angler, so to speak. And, uh, you know, there was uh, George Cochran and, and Mark David, um, Ron Shuffield, all those guys were from that region. And I just thought that Hot Springs uh, was would be a place that I would call home one day. Yeah, you know, looking at this current season on the Bass Pro Tour, just how do you feel like your season has gone so far? You know, we have had three events so far, and I, I think I'm in, in 20-something in the, in the Angler of the Year race, but uh, I, I'm not really... I, I can't say that I've had my best days on the water. Uh, just just little things that, that I've not done uh, decision makings and things of that nature that uh, that has cost me, you know, several places. I feel like, and uh, you know, I, I I can do better. I can, I can do better. I feel like that I've, I've definitely, uh, you know, I'm at, on the right track, but just a, a couple of different decision making, uh, you know, processes would really put me over the top, so to speak. I've not won at this level uh, against this group of of guys yet. And, uh, you know, the... You can't slip up. You can't have a, a even a, a bad hour, and uh, you know because they, they'll take advantage of you. So I'm, uh, I feel like the best part of the season is coming is ahead of me, not behind me, so to speak. Yeah, and I know you have the Red Crest in Oklahoma this week. Just what are you looking forward to about that event, and and what are your goals on that? Yeah, well, you know, I guess the, the what I'm really looking forward to is is you know somebody's going to walk away with three hundred thousand dollars and. and and I hope it's me. I have uh, fishing, in my opinion, is, is uh, you know, it's still kind of wintertime around here. And, uh, you know, I love to fish, you know, around home uh, on Washita and Hamilton during the wintertime. That's probably my favorite times to fish around there. And this lake kind of sets up. It has a little bit of Washita, has a little bit of Great, and has a little bit of Hamilton kind of mixed all in. So, uh, you know, I feel like I feel homey uh, here. I feel like it's a it's a lake that I that I'm very comfortable with, and uh, you know, I'm hoping that that kind of my knowledge from what we do and how we fish on our lake during the winter time back home will will definitely help me out this week. You know, what do you feel like has led to the successes you've had? in your career as an angler so far in your career? You know, probably my confidence in myself, and I'm always positive. I, I, there's there's not a day that goes by that, that I let anything that's negative in, in, in the world 
world or, or you know, personal anything affect me. I'm, uh, you know, folks that know me know that I always have a smile on my face, and it's not fake; it's real. And uh, you know, I just enjoy doing what I do for a living, and I uh, I don't ever take it for granted. And uh, I just, you know, I just enjoy it. And I, I, I stay positive even during the down times and, and up times. You know, you just got to have an even keel, so to speak. And I think that helps me compete at, uh, you know, at the highest level. It just, uh, you know, neg- negativity never never gets in my mind. And I think that that's a, uh, you know, that's, that's one of my strong suits for sure. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add to the interview? Just I, I appreciate all the support back home, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll we'll have us a, a Red Crest Trophy to uh, to bring back the Hot Springs. I just want to go back in time and a little bit. You know, just how long have you been fishing, and what really got you into fishing? <laughs> I've been fishing. This is my thirty seventh year as a professional. Um, I got into fishing largely because I grew up in Hot Springs, and uh, with all the water that we had around there, it was just uh, something I fell in love with as a a kid, you know, fishing on Lake Hamilton. In fact, my earliest, fondest, my fondest childhood memories were, you know, Dad picking me up from the schoolyard. I went to Old Jones Elementary down there, you know, grade school, and we'd go straight to the lake. But that's, he's the one who got me into it as a, at a very early age. And, of course, you know, Bobby Murray won the first classic. Gosh, I was just a little old boy when he did that. But I had an early realization, you know, that you know, make, a, make a living catching fish. And there was enough water and uh, permits, you know, around Hot Springs that uh, it all started there. And uh, when I got out of high school, I moved up. Lake Washington, I started guiding and fishing all the tournaments I could. And when I was 21, I turned pro, started fishing the Bassmasters tour. And uh, here I am 30, 37 years later and fishing at a, in another championship over here. At, uh, that's kind of the abbreviated story. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, when you were younger, was there really ever a time or a moment when you realized, hey, this may be something I'm really good at and something I can really pursue as a career? Yeah, I think there was a there was there was a time, and I had a lot of encouragement. Now, the encouragement early on was not to be, you know, a professional angler. It was just to be, you know, an angler, a good angler. And then, as I got older, probably in my late teens. Won some tournaments there around home, and and uh, that's probably probably when I was you know 18, 19. I started really thinking about trying to do it for a living, and you know it was a different day. Yeah, it was a different era of the sport. You know, there weren't very many guys in those days made a living at it. Like I said, I started. You know, I remember going my first first big event was up in New York and for. Uh, for a, for a kid from Arkansas, West Central Arkansas, to travel to New York, and uh, you know, 21 years old, looking back on it, I mean, golly, I was as green as a gourd, and drive that far, and uh, not having any, you know, today there, you know, information is easy to obtain. In those days, it was not. I had, I didn't know we was going to the Hudson River. I didn't know what the Hudson River was going to look like. I didn't know if it was going to look like the 
Arkansas River or the Mississippi River <laughs> <laughs> or, or the Washtenaw River. You know, I just knew yeah, that's where we were going. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you leave from home and you don't even have a map of the, of the water that you're going to fish. You had to find all that once you got there. And of course, nowadays you can research it and Google it and look at it and get maps and, and look at it on your phone. And I've got you know, all these apps on my phones now. I can study lakes uh, way in advance, but uh, that wasn't that wasn't the case in those days. Yeah, and you know, just what kind of support you know nowadays do you get from people here in West Central Arkansas? You know, the Hot Springs, Mount Ida area, and and places like that. I still still have a, you know a lot of support. I think I've been at it so long that you know it's almost like. I, I don't know how to put it in words, but they just kind of, you know, everyone just kind of knows that's what I do, and, and they just kind of wish me well, and how'd you do, and that that sort of thing, you know. After after so many years of doing it, uh, uh, not not so much. It's still not that you don't have support, but I think it's just kind of second nature. They just know I'm gonna be there doing it. You know, I remember when I was younger, you seemed like when I was younger, it seemed like you had more support, but you also needed more support. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, you needed you needed those encouraging well wishers and, and support probably more than you do once you get established. Just looking back uh, over your career into now, what do you feel has led to you know your success you've had as an angler? If I could narrow it down to just one thing, at the end of the day, I think it's and this is true in fishing and it's true in any sport. You know, the love and passion that I've always had for fishing. And it's, you know, I know a lot of guys that are, that are good tournament anglers. You talk to them, well, what do you do, you know, when you're not tournament fishing? No, I, I don't even get the boat out. I don't even want to go. I don't, want, I don't fish. But that's never been the case with me. I, I fish every day still. Every day that I'm home, I, I still go fishing. That's not always for bass, but I but I still fish just about every day that I'm home. You know, that's the weather, weather allowing. Yeah, and looking at the overall picture, you know, what are some of the biggest challenges of being an angler on the professional level? I think the travel, uh, the, the, the logistics of it all is probably your biggest challenge. And another challenge that you have, that I have and everyone has, if you want to stay on, on top of this game, you, you have to really stay current and you have to you have to remain a student of the sport because it's ever-changing with technology. Uh, technology drives uh, is a big part, a big driving part of, of success out here on, on the tour uh, with the electronics. And, uh, and, and, you know, just because you, you, you obtain those things you still have to learn you know how, how to use them mm-hmm. and you, you can have the latest and greatest and, but then applying that and, and actually making it uh, work for you and put more fish in the boat for you is uh, that's another challenge because it's not like you just go buy this, this fancy you know Lawrence unit and get it all dialed in on your boat and you just go to the lake and, and it just turned on and, and all, you know it, it, don't, it don't catch them for you it's a tool but it's, it's all these things are important tools that you have to really stay current on to uh, to, to make them work for you because you know your competitors are doing those things and you've got to you've got to stay up with with those guys. Yeah, and looking at this current season on the Bass Pro Tour with Major League Fishing, how do you feel like your season has gone so far? It's gone mediocre. 
uh, you know, I had a one bad event over at Smith Lake and uh, our, our last one. And before that, I had a, a, a couple of solid. First event was solid. Second event was so-so. Second event was going pretty good until the ice storm hit. And you learn that, you know, at 58 years old, I don't perform as well in, in, sub, in, in sub-freezing, you know, freezing rain and sleet as I did when I was 28. And, and that's, just, uh, that's just part of it, though. Yeah, and um, I know you have Redcrest up in up in Tulsa this week. Just what are you looking forward to about that event, and what are your goals? Well, you know, the ultimate goal, of course, be to win. But your first goal, I, I take these tournaments one step at a time. And the first step is the first two qualifying rounds is just you know to be in, in the top twenty. And then once you once you get there, then you gotta you're gonna go out there and fish against ten other guys. You gotta once again you gotta you gotta get into the final round. You gotta be in the top five. And then those two knockout rounds, uh, the top five's gonna move on to that championship day. So yeah, the making the first cut is is first and foremost. You got you got to make those cuts. You can be on the the have the greatest you know thing going out there on the lake, but it, you know you have to execute and and things have to have to work for you to uh to keep advancing all right well is there anything else you'd like to add to the interview go back to the beginning of our conversation you know it's been a real blessing for me being born and raised in in hot springs and garland county now even though i don't call a garland county my home anymore i'm only 20 20 miles from the county line so it's uh but that area has, has really helped me in my career and it's a, it's a great area to live in a great area for bass fishing and fishing in general thanks for tuning into our episode as we talk to two hot springs natives who have made it big as professional anglers you can find an accompanying story on our website and app if you like our content please consider subscribing to get the latest content as soon as it becomes available you can find garland county locker room through all your favorite podcast providers if you have any comments questions or suggestions for new episodes please drop us an email at sports at hotsr.com.